Hey folks, welcome back here to Mountain Fortress. I'm Doc, and uh, this will be episode two. We'll be talking more about Bad Thomas Smith today. And I'm uh, I'm always uh, honored to be with my best friend in the whole world, uh, G-Man here beside of me. And uh, G-Man, this is something that uh, me and you've talked about for years doing, right? We've talked about this for years, getting this in play. We finally got in play, folks. You're just going to have to bear with us. We're still working out a few little issues, but we'll, we'll have it up to par. Yeah, soon. just a few, you know. That from our producer. It seemed like after going to Tom Smith's grave, we've had real struggles tonight. We really have. And yeah, also in the, uh, in the studio with us tonight is Mac. Uh, say going, hi, guys? Mac. How's it going, guys? And uh, he's, he's the director of the show and our producer. Uh, Yo. I'm going to call him Scooter. Yeah, it'd be a lot less confusing, <laughs> yeah. We'll go with Scooter. <laughs> but uh, tonight we're going to be uh, just sounding off some facts. We actually supposed to have two guests show up, uh, and I don't know if it's COVID or just people just still, Gary, don't want to talk about it, man. I think it's more they don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I think I've seen some nasty Facebook posts earlier. So you know, Oh, man. man. Yeah. Well, we'll take the Facebook down. <laughs> well... <laughs> We're, we're, uh, you know, we just try to state the facts and a lot of the, the facts we didn't even know until we started researching it and, and I, we didn't mean to open up any closets or anything like that, but, no. uh, seems like, uh, things have got spooky. It's got real spooky and it may get a lot more spooky around here time. We do this little series, right? Well, we're going to talk about the ever so French war, which, uh, had no idea happened in hazard and. I didn't know between the, the, our producer researched it and I'm sorry, my director researched it. And how many men you said? It said governor Buckley said more than 20 and it's been told up to 74 that it was killed in hazard. I mean, that's a lot of people. A lot <laughs> of people. Uh, of course, you know, there's several more instances, which we'll get into later on. But before we get into that, let me say this doc. Folks, we're on Spotify, Mountain Fortress Podcast. Watch now, out, Joe Rogan. Now we're on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, right. If you want, if you want to see the live video, tune into YouTube. We are on there now, Mountain Fortress. Also, we've started a Facebook page, so feel free get on there, like it, share it. Uh, if you'd like us to talk about anything, leave a comment. We will see it. Uh, We've also got an email address. Producer, what's the email address? Uh, there's two because the Gmail wouldn't work, but the main one is uh, mountainfortresspodcast at AOL.com. So if you have anything, questions, something you'd like us to cover, shoot us an email. We will take a look at everything, we promise. Just be nice. Be nice. <laughs> yeah, we're setting up a social media page. To we will anything. delete you. <laughs> we will, you will be blocked. <laughs> you will be canceled. But I, I guess uh, leading off uh, from last last time show, uh, where we were talking about Bad Tom, we actually went to the grave of Bad Tom, and uh, uh, one of his first murders, you know, happened in, in Hazard. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's where he killed Mr. Eversole. And, but it seemed like, seemed like as Bad Tom progressed into murder, he got closer. To the, I'm, what I'm saying is it was more personal. 
Uh, yeah, he, it seemed like a lot more personal toward the end. I mean, he went from shooting, you know, someone from far away with yes. a rifle to walking up and shooting a man in the, in the yard, you know, yes. in front of his kids. I mean, that's, uh, but, you know, uh, there's a lot of songs written about Tom Smith. And I actually, uh, Gary, we were trying to get the, the brewery. To, there's a brewery named Tom Smith. Yes. And yeah. Gary's been working on that, but uh, trying to get them to, to come and talk. Well, uh, Mac and I have discussed it before we start the show. At least he and I may make a trip there. <laughs> mm, I mean, who don't love beer? <laughs> there, there's actually a drink called like 13 Ministers because that bad Tom called for that many ministers to, to come to him and uh, when he was in the jail to baptize him. Right. Well, I want to, since, since we're talking about that, I'm just going to touch on that briefly and we'll go back to the history. Uh, <laughs> uh, bad Tom Brewery <laughs> has got some. Uh, well, Mac found this fact. <laughs> they have got, what was that called, Mac? That was 12, 13%. That's what I'm looking up now. It was like a Russian. Uh... So it looks like they're carrying on the tradition, the tradition rather, but they're they're producing some. <laughs> oh, it's called a cold-hearted killer Russian Imperial Stout that's 11.9% alcohol. Wow. Yeah, that's the ones we're going to hit up. Bad, bad Tom would have been proud of that in his day, right? Yes. I'm, we will uh, we'll we'll say cheers to him, all that stuff. So oh, that's nice. No no more bad juju down here. No, please. I'll get a Ouija board and apologize to me. We're no we're right. not gonna mention Ouija boards. No. <laughs> no. But um but now bad Tom, I mean and, and Everyone there, whichever said they said between four and seven thousand people, yes, said that he really converted at the end. I mean, that that's for debate. I know some people would say it's jailhouse religion, <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, they said that Bad Tom was sincere, Gary. On that, they all witnessed him go get baptized four hundred feet away from the jail before he went to the gallows. Right, and he did confess. That was something that his sister on the gallows begged him not yes. to do. That please, you know, don't just you don't have to tell, just you know, uh, just pray and let, ask yes. the Lord forgive you. But he he felt the need to tell tell it all yeah, on the gallows, gave, and I don't think he held. Confession. Yeah, for forty five minutes yes. he told about each each murder he committed. He actually asked the sheriff, could he have as long as he wanted on the yeah. gallows while they were putting a noose around his neck, tying well, him down. Which get this, guys, the sheriff was his first cousin. I mean, uh, imagine having to, to put the noose around your first cousin. And back then, the sheriff was responsible for actually pulling the lever. I mean, that would be tough. Yes. That would be tough for anybody. So so how long exactly did he postpone that from just talking alone? Well, the, the execution date was set for 11 o'clock. Okay. And uh, uh, Bad Tom begged him to, to let him wire the governor one more time. Okay. And asked, you know, that he be pardoned. And of course, the governor, after a while, sent back and said, you know, uh, pretty much what Bad Tom said to the governor was, "Have mercy on an orphan boy." Which Bad Tom, and that's another thing we were talking about Gacy and all the other, ah, uh, yeah, you know, bad in, bad all out. Back. Bad Tom's father was a minister, and um, Bad Tom actually. Uh, 
witnessed his his father, him and his brother witnessed his father at age five. He was age five, and his father was a minister. Murdered it right in front of him, shot dead in front in front of him. So yes, he you know there was a lot of uh, bad things that Bad Tom witnessed that that, that probably changed him. Wouldn't you think? Uh, true, but what one of the stories that really interests me, and I'll probably mess her last name up, Miss. Or Quinn, maybe something like McQuillan, uh, McQuillan, uh-huh. something like that. Uh, her and Bad Tom got together, and she was married, and had her husband. The husband went crazy when he found out about the affair. She had him locked up into the cell- asylum for uh, I don't know how long. He <laughs> hung weird. himself while he yeah. was in the asylum. Wow, that's where usually it's the other way around. I remember like women back in the day, if they ever talked back, a lot of men used to just like, oh yeah, she's crazy, just uh, lock her up, and then that'd be it. Well, this one got turned. Yeah, this one's reverse card. Yeah. Well, her her first name was Catherine, and they called her the house where she was at the cat house. So I don't know if that turned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to watch your footing there. But we both know <laughs> right, exactly. We even know a Catherine real well from back in the day, boys. <laughs> right. I said this is uh, family friendly. What happened to that? What's that? Thought this show was family friendly. What happened? Oh, it is family, isn't it? You're getting freaky. I don't know. You're starting to hit TV 14. I don't know. Okay. Oh. Or watch it. We yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we uh, can edit this, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I thought Facebook only had the censors. Oh well, we got a producer. <laughs> <laughs> but now. Uh, with with bad Tom, I mean, uh, you were talking about uh, when 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 the sheriff came to bad Tom uh, after he murdered the doctor in bed, which that was the last murder he committed, the one he hung for. Uh, bad Tom was sitting on the porch rolling a cigarette when he pulled up, and uh, I pulled up actually rolled up, and uh, the sheriff he was uh, he was a Combs. That was his first cousin said, bad, bad Tom, what, what happened? And, uh, he said, I really don't know. He he didn't know. Now here's what I'm saying. And I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but if he was really that bad, you know, I mean, evil, Uh he would have made up a good story. Wouldn't he? I mean, if he was able to postpone his own edge, like, you know, execution, I think, you know, he probably was some kind of. Real Southern gentleman wordsmith, I guess, to get oh, out of yeah. he was in a bit of well, a necktie. Well, no, well, Doc was saying that how many times did they get him out of trouble? Uh, who was the guy that got him out of so much trouble? So I guess there was at least three different times that he was convicted of murdering somebody, and he got away. I mean, it was either overturned uh, by the court of appeals, or uh, you know, something happened that the courthouse he, burned, destroyed all the evidence. That was yes, Perry County courthouse burned. Destroyed all the evidence. I mean, oh. I guess he just thought he was untouchable. Well, I would, so. I would say so too. What uh, amazes me, the time he had on the gallows, they actually broke for lunch, and everybody went to lunch, and then came back to the gallows, <laughs> the execution. Gary, they actually ran special trains for the execution. I mean, it was like a, a huge show to these people back then, yes. or whatever. I don't, I don't know, you know. 7,000 people in, in Jackson. That's just. And Dr. Raider's wife with her kids there and held them up on her shoulders to make sure they saw the man that killed their daddy. Hey. True. That's true. 
Poetic. There was one, though, we was watching that one documentary, and they said, some said up to 15,000 people may have been there. But. Yeah. There's a lot of people want to see old man hang. I mean, they actually ran special trains for it. Oh, that's quite the number. You know, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, uh, well, you take 7,000 people in Jackson. I mean, there had to be, you know, <laughs> no room. And, and the guy, oh, no, they yeah. beat all these people, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that's. <laughs> I would have brought their food. I've they... got a couple of comments, but I probably don't understand. <laughs> so they didn't have McDonald's back then? No, no. no. Well, I think they have like a Burger King, but it's really run down. Well, actually, I was going to tell this, and, and this is kind of PG, I guess. Uh, <laughs> have you got to start it with that? Are well, we sure? Well, or like, well it may be. Do we need to put a pin in that? <laughs> but, but this is true. Okay, there's two okay. accounts. There's two accounts. Uh, some people say that the doctor was asleep in the chair, and Bad Tom woke up and and shot him in the heart, shot him in the chest. However, the evidence don't don't uh, no. it don't support that. Um, the evidence supports that the doctor and the and Mrs. Uh, Quillen and Bad Tom were all in the same bed. Now I don't because the sheets were actually it had the bullet hole in it where the doctor was laying. Hmm. Yeah, so, I'm going with so those all three in the bed. Huh? I'm going with those all three in the bed. That's you what think they, three in the bed? That's what they said. That's that may be a drink at the next brewery. I don't know. Uh, it could be. Well, wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't would it? Be a good name, three it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, wasn't one of those things bad, bad whiskey? What's <laughs> I, I said maybe that bad whiskey and bad women thing really did. Uh, well, that's what he said from the gallows. Yeah, so you know, maybe that held some truth to that situation in particular. Who knows? He he actually said that from the gallows. He uh, said that bad whiskey and, and bad women brought him to where he was today. Uh, of course, his last words was "Save me, oh God, save me!" as he as they pulled the lever. And he was weeping. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up. It said that he cried and uh, prayed for over fifteen minutes before they. Oh yeah. Let him go. Yeah, and actually, can you imagine this? Can you imagine a guy, a prisoner, being led out of the cell, and everybody, seven thousand people, gasping. I mean watching him he was they said he was pale white where he'd been in jail since february here it was june and uh led they would think it to the gallows but they lead him to the river and baptize him hmm. that's pretty well and they said it took 13 ministers is what they said to say <laughs> that's a lot of holy power yeah <laughs> i guess you know I, I just can't believe one guy Somehow managed to out talk. It's like, hey, can we just push this back? Like he's changing like a doctor's appointment or something. It's like word of the day, stalling. <laughs> like just, <laughs> right. just stalling. Do you know not get hung? It's it's pretty crazy. Well, when the governor uh, sent his telegraph back, it said, uh, "I do not want to interfere in mountain politics." That's what it said. Uh, that's a nice way of saying I do not care <laughs> right. at all. <laughs> well, he knew he was doomed then. Yeah, that's when he knew. But now he was known uh, to dress sharp, so uh, and his cousin knew all this about Tom Smith, the sheriff, and he was kind enough to actually dress him. You know, go well, actually go get a nice suit like a black suit, wasn't it? Right. Okay. A, a new suit for new Tom. Suit. But uh, and, and he was. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say. Got something on his mind. Okay. No, I just going to tell G man they do have one beer. It's called Thirteen Preachers. 
Ever since we've uh, decided to do this, uh, I keep going back to the beer. <laughs> Mac has been researching no, all I the think beer Mac that, is that, thirsty. That, I don't. I don't know. I'm getting a, I get a hint of that in the air. Right now. The next podcast will be Mac, will be Mac live from Fat Tom, Tom Brewery in Cincinnati, Ohio. Sponsored yeah. by your local brewery. <laughs> yeah. And believe it or not, we have tried to we we, we have reached out to them and. Uh, I don't know if they've heard how much beer that uh, Mac can drink, but they they've not been responding. Yeah, they give us a sponsor, <laughs> or like you said, a case of beer. Yeah. Case. Hopefully they'll reach out to us. Maybe we can do a yeah. little spot with them, and we will yeah. if they reach out. We will. Because I the the guy who owns it or part owner is kind of bad. Tom Smith, some way down the line, and he's that's what he you know. If I'm not mistaken, it's his. Tom Smith was his great great or great grandfather rather. Okay. It was a great idea for a brewery. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think it was called a badass in a glass, is like the motto for the Oh I, I haven't it's seen something that like one that. Either. I think that's actually the bourbon they're Oh, is it their bourbon? Now. Okay. There's something called badass in a glass, so they're real cute with the nicknames for sure. But you know, from researching Bad Tom, I I didn't realize. I mean, did you, Gary, realize there was something called a, the Hazard War? No, I, I had never heard of the Hazard War. I mean, you don't look like that would be in, even though it's technically not in a history book, it's part of history for our county. Yeah. It looked like, you know, that would have been mentioned in, at some point in a. In a it's a, a little weird. Class. What's but that? It, oh, I said that is a little weird kind of conspiracy it? kind of seeming to keep it on the hush hush. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and as we've done the show, we've reached out to certain people that were kin or are kin to the other side or, you know, they're, they're great grandfathers, of yes. course. And it's still hush hush. And, and we, we've, we've ran a, a kind of a, into a brick wall on this. Uh, but all we can do is, you know, what we, what we know, what we tell know. what we know and, and hope it's the truth, not legend. You know? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's the truth. Right. Right. And you know, bad Tom Smith. I know he was a bad man, and and all the sense of the word. But yeah, but it's one of redemption too. His story. I mean, he, at the end, it was a very redemption story. Right. They said that uh, at least a thousand people followed the wagon with his body after the execution. And I can't imagine this. This was a long haul, all the way to Vico from from Jackson. That's you know? true. Which you know, there there is also rumor now. That the gravesite is not him, which I kind of find hard to believe. I I know that they they say he's in an unmarked grave over in Car Creek Memorial Cemetery. Yes. Is that right? Yes, because it used to be at Smithboro, and the the lake, of course, took that cemetery. Um, but I kind of find here's why because I I was you know researching and it says that. Uh, Mr. Stacy actually was responsible for burying Bad Tom, and he lived in Vico. Yes, and I we think we actually found his gravesite as well yeah, on that right. visit, which is in the same cemetery yes. as as Bad Tom is marked. I'll say it that way. But it's just funny. Bad Tom is. I hate to say it this way, but it, this way it is. He was. He's pretty much by himself. And, he and, is by himself. And everything. Everybody else is buried pretty much in the same vicinity, which. is very strange and yep. there is a newer headstone that i myself and mac was kind of talking about it we'd like to know where that came from right 
Who 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 bought it? Yes, because it's very recent. Not yeah. very recent, but recent. Yeah, for tombstone wise. Yeah, because on one it was saying like they were afraid to give him a headstone because they knew people were tired up, you know, get pieces of and stuff. Right. And if they waited till you know later and like finally gave him, a, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, and but right. they waited later to give him an actual headstone. Hmm. I do know when we were there. I it seemed to me like the ground was sunk in. Like a grave it was very sunk. Didn't you think? Yes. Like a grave had been there. I mean, if it's just a marker, is what I'm saying. But now, a few years ago, there was also the water meters two foot from it. There was a water leak there. It's at on that meter and right. washed some of that off. And rumor has it that his foot appeared. Oh, a foot yeah. Appeared. Wow. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Too, too bad they didn't do a DNA sample then, right? Yeah. That's, you know. But since we're all from Vico, let's just claim it. He's, right, just claim claim it. It. He's yeah. a Vico boy. You know, and, and you know, uh, bad Tom, as bad as he was, he got saved in the end. You know, uh, let's believe that. Um, well, he had 13 preachers, surely. They got <laughs> well, you know. And you know he it never something was better on there. And you know, Bad Tom did not have to tell all he told, and he I believe he told everything. They had no evidence against him for that, some of that. No. Why confess it? Right, right, exactly. I mean, he did. He wanted to meet his maker with a clear conscience. Obviously, well, apparently he did. Yeah. Oh, he did. But uh, it's just a a story that even now I just find it kind of strange. Don't you? It's a very strange story, especially when you go to these people that are his descendants or descendants on the other side of the feud, the French ever so feud, uh, they don't want to talk about it, you know? So it must've been, so, this is 120 years ago, Gary, but yes, way. it's a very old story. I mean, 120 years ago and they don't want to talk about it. No, they, 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 it's, Mac has reached out to several different people. I mean, they, they just, not even. They don't want to bring it up. They're afraid that it'll start a feud again or something. I don't know. Yeah, I but, guess that's uh, what it was, but nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants so to no talk. No word back. And uh, after all the technical glitches we had, trying yeah, to start we, this had job, a lot of to wonder. I was ready to call it night and just say, let's do it again on some other time. Yeah. Yeah, it took a few minutes to get all this set up. So, right. But, right. you know, we endured. Right. So here we are. But... Uh, we, and then, trust me, we've we've invited several people that know a lot about Bad Tom Smith, and they would not come on the show, or or they told us they may at a later date, whatever. The, I mean, when a girl tells you that, you know that to move on. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go. How did you say they brought him here? They brought him here in a wagon. Because I was just looking it up, and in, in a carts. 51 minutes. Can you imagine that haul with a dead body? Oh, it, oh in a car, 51 minutes? Yeah, can you oh, imagine? Oh, I'm talking probably by wagon, what, 20 miles? Is it 20 miles? Up Troublesome Creek's the way they took him. Oh, is that how they, okay, I yeah. was just wondering. I still would hate to have that job, though, because But, I mean, you're dead body. probably 25, 30 miles. And, and I mean, what? how fast does a wagon go? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, no, you know. Huh? Being in it's that, a day. that part of summer. Right. And he was hung at one o'clock. So I wonder what time it was when he finally got here. I'm not for sure. How would you like but, to have that job? 
You know, not the best evening stroll, you know. Yeah, exactly. Roll what was the embalming process back then as well? I'm sure it's not like it was. They well, probably I'm, just put I, them in a box and go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Probably. You know, I don't know. Uh, I know uh, the first ministry called for was uh, Thomas Kelly. And uh, I don't know if he said anything over him after that or not. I'm not sure about that. But he was a Methodist minister from... From around here, you know. Yes. But uh, we would, and and here's the thing: if if you guys are watching this and you you know any extra things that be interesting or want to come on our show and talk about it, feel free to send you know send us an email, and we'll get up with you. I mean, it's just uh, it's tough to find anybody to talk about this, and we didn't realize this when we decided, hey, Bad Tom's buried in our hometown. This is where we're starting. And, it became a project real quick to try to get this episode. It really <laughs> did, Gary. So, and and Mac grew up. At, well, actually, our producer grew up off and on in Vico. Yeah, half and half. And uh, none of us really knew the full detail of, of a guy no. who killed nine people <laughs> and the doctor too. You know, it was it was wild. Yeah, I was trying to think because you know how your parents tell you all the stories, you know, yeah. growing up and stuff. I don't Never remember. Never Same remember here. a story about Bad Tom. Same here. So bad they didn't want to say his name, I guess. Right, right. I mean, you know where where I grew up and you, I mean, we could see really his tombstone if we tried. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean with binoculars. That, I mean, you used to have to walk that to get, you know, where you right. needed to go right through the graveyard. Never so. heard a, a word about it. I didn't. Nobody told me any stories about him. No. But now once, uh, you know, I guess once that bad Tom was, uh, was buried, uh, my understanding is most of the war or it settled down the French and ever so war kind of went away. And, you know, I don't know if, if the, him being saved and everyone seeing that caused everyone to change their hearts or, or, Bad Tom was part of the problem, I, you know. <laughs> you would think that probably where he was executed, they just thought, well, he's gone now. Right. And dropped it. But you know, Bad Tom actually started when he was working. He, he worked for the Eversoles first. And he stole uh, Mr. Eversoles' brother-in-law's horse. And, uh, of course, back then that was hanging. You know, yes. a horse, that, if you could prove it, they took him to court. And, of course, Bad Tom, he knew a lot of people, obviously, because he, he got out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> but as he came out of the courthouse, he said, there will not be an ever so live in Perry County uh, or stay in Perry County unless they they bathe in blood or something like that. In other words, he, they would, he would make sure yes. they would die. And actually, several of them moved out. All right. Oh, yeah. They Several did. Months. That's right. He sure did. And it's wisely so. <laughs> wisely so. Uh, during that. But uh, he ended up, uh, actually, his wife, who was uh, from a wealthy family, she was a, uh, she was a Combs. And uh, she ended up, the Combs is kind of sided with the Eversoles on everything. And. <laughs> So he and that's how he ended up in Breathitt County. Actually, is he left his yes. wife, and I mean he hated them that bad. Yes. I mean that's that's why he left his wife because 
Ike Eversoles. Right. That's it. Isn't that crazy? But didn't you say one didn't leave, and he ended up killing him too? What's that? One of the one of the Eversoles wouldn't leave, and he found him, killed him too. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's true. Actually, it was a uh, oh man. I believe it was a hurt that, that sided with Eversoles, but he was kin to them some way. And he, he ended up just, I mean, he was the ambusher, man. He, you, matter of fact, this is kind of a funny story. The, the judge who he threatened several times in court was <laughs> <laughs> dressed up like a woman. Now, can you imagine being that scared? An old hardened judge that was on the circuit. I mean, he was one of the roughest guys. Was so scared of bad Tom that when he would go to the courthouse from his house, he would either put a shawl around him or a, a bonnet or something to make him look like a woman and a dress. I mean, that's that's pretty intimidating. <laughs> really, he's afraid he didn't know when time was coming, so he was just gonna be prepared. Well, because we was, was talking about it, man, Doc was, and you remember they said he started out what shooting them in the mountains so they couldn't see him and he just got brave right, enough to right. he, he just walked down and shoot him in the eye yeah oh yeah i mean he would just walk up like one of the murders i mean he just uh the guy was in his yard and uh in front of his kids and used to there was honor among uh among all the the people and and, and they had the bad guys too back then and and one of the safe havens that everybody had was their home okay they wouldn't mess with anybody in their home. In other words, they would wait and catch you out in town if they wanted a beef with you. Well, that was kind of like a, a no-no. Go to a man's home and kill him. And Tom Tom crossed that line, too. He, I mean, the guy was out in his yard with his little kids. I mean, imagine what they saw. And, I mean, they all ID'd him. He got out of that murder, too. So I said untouchable. He uh missed well, Mr. French, who was from North Carolina, moved moved in and he was a very wealthy man. That's who he worked for at that time. And he was able he was a lawyer too. French was. He was able after he was convicted now, and they had to move it over to Pineville. After Bad Tom was convicted of that murder, somehow in the Court of Appeals Mr. French got that thrown out. So he had, he really had a lot of chances. He had a lot. <laughs> I mean, he to, got to by start. with a lot. <laughs> right. You know, and, and, and it may be what Max said, you know, by the time he got to the doctor, he could, you know, I mean, he got out of three or four murders there and he didn't, he thought he was, he couldn't be touched, but obviously that's not true. And the hanging that took place in Breathitt County, the public hanging, that's that was the first and the only, the first and the only public hanging they ever had. And I don't know why. I think they say that there wasn't a drive in the crowd of 7,000 people once they hung Bad Tom. And I think it was, they didn't ever want to witness anything like that again, maybe. Probably so, but I, I'm just wondering: was uh, there's some rejoicing going on as well once that neck, his neck was snapped? Not for sure. I mean, I think they expected rejoicing, but but I will say this, Gary. I mean, G man, it, and it took two minutes for the jury to come back 
with a guilty verdict. And then so, he, he hung so, for six minutes. I mean, two minutes. I mean, it's about as fast as we can get to the door. Yes. They they come back and yes. said guilty. <laughs> I mean, that's. I've sat on jury, two different jury duties, and, and it was not that quick of a verdict when I see it. Never. Never. Two minutes. I'm sure after the housing uh, market probably went up, you know, for the Eversoles, I'm sure if you bought back in right after, <laughs> oh, yeah. just waiting to get back home. Right. Well, and, you know, here here was the difference, at least, and I don't want to cause any more. Please don't show up at my house if you're, <laughs> if you're a French or Eversole. <laughs> but, but, but here's what, I, what I've read and what I've seen and researched. It seems like the Eversoles wanted to handle things legally through the court system. And the French wanted to burn the courthouse down and handle things the way the intimidation way would be. I mean, see yes. that way, you know, and, you know, as, as the old, what's the old saying? You take, don't take the law into your own hands. You take them to court. It's, that's, <laughs> That was the Eversoles way. And obviously, God bless them, it didn't work out. You know, no, it did not work for them real good at all. But they did get their final justice. But uh, according to what I've read, uh, there nobody rejoiced after he. Everybody was kind of sorry for bad Tom a little bit. Like I said that to me, that's shocking. Mm-hmm. You would expect that's a big true. celebration. Mm-hmm. I'm like, gee, man, I think at least the families were doing some kind of two-step out there. Ah, uh, yes. Well, it was such a scene. I mean, think about this. I'm sure they would never let someone do this today. But, Granchy, I mean, if that was my first cousin, I had to pull a lever to, to hang him. And he said, I need 45 minutes to talk. I'd probably give it to him, too. You know, I mean, that's all he, you know, that's all he could do for him. But my thing is, the 45 minutes talk, was he really sincere or was he just trying to delay hanging? No one I ever know. And I was wondering if he was taking so long hoping that, you know, his boys would come and shoot up the town. They thought that was going to happen. They thought that the French faction was going to come and rescue him. I mean, that's what a lot of people thought, the local uh sheriff thought that so he asked the governor for 50 uh well they call them national guard troops now but 50 militia militia, yeah, militia to come yeah. and stand guard they really thought that was going to happen i'd say there was some thoughts about them trying to break him out too but i guess once they seen you know 50 guys there with with guns they were like mm. oh yeah oh yeah and uh you know, I mean, they said that actually Mr. French was in Jackson. Now, grant you, he was from Hazard, so he was, they saw him there. And that's one of the reasons, too, that they were real nervy about his, you know, execution because they actually saw the guy who he worked for there. It would have made a hell of a movie if they'd have come there and shot that place up and tried to rescue him and all that kind of stuff, though. I guarantee it had been a lot more talked about. But adding to the story. Yeah. I don't know. But, guys, that's, I mean... It's a heck of a story. Right it, it is a heck of a story. <laughs> you know, I mean, to, to never be talked about, you know. Yes. 
I mean, you, you really have no facts. All you got is, is lure. Right. Legends. Yes. Right. Right. And, and like we were talking about, I mean, people on the ever so side and the other don't want to say, no, let's talk. Yeah. You know, taboo. <laughs> it's taboo. It's taboo. 120 years ago. And right. after this evening, trying to get it, this show going, it may be taboo with me as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll ever want to talk about that. Because nothing has really went right this evening. No. Stuff. No, you remember it hadn't rained all day, and it was like, let's go up there and film the, the, the gravestone, and then it starts to rain. Oh, and yeah, then, beautiful yep. day. Then we leave, and it quits raining. It stopped raining, yeah. <laughs> That's so, true. Weird. That well, is because you and the producer said the big W word. No, I said shovels. I think, well, I think a, producer said Ouija board. No, no comment. Right, right. we're not going to mention that, <laughs> please. Yeah, I don't want to, you know the microphones flying around the room. Please, and, you know. please don't mention that again. <laughs> but now, you know, bad, bad Tom. I mean, he really was. Oh well, matter of fact, the sheriff. The, the, not only was he a first cousin, but when Bad Tom Smith's father was killed, Bad Tom lived with him, so he was like his brother almost. You know. Yes. That was that was some tough stuff. I know, Mac. You've been researching the French uh, and Everso War a little bit. I mean, did you said what between twenty and seventy men? Twenty, yeah, over twenty. It could be up to seventy-four died in hazard over all this. And one says it was overwhelming, and then one says men were right. So there's a couple <laughs> people saying that's what got it all started. It could have been a woman. Well, I mean, did they? Damn. Well, you can't. You probably don't want to tell the name of the woman. Well, that no, cor- that's that okay. Correlation that's okay. There's too many people with last names of different places. But that correlation's starting to come again. Women and whiskey. It's starting to play a part again. Women so. and whiskey. Yep. I mean, Bad Tom warned us. But anyway, uh, the the war. There was one part of that where Mr. McKnight was shot. Did did you see any of that? Uh, no, I was just looking, trying to figure out what you know why it actually started over. They that. said that uh, during that the the big shootout, they there was a huge shootout downtown Hazard, believe it or not. And uh, I don't know where the Combe Cemetery is, but they said that's where Bad Tom ended up. Uh, there was a, a grave or something sunk in there, and uh, Bad Tom took some good shots from there, and one of them hit Mr. McKnight, which he was found guilty of that murder and got out of, too, by the way. <laughs> I mean, jeez. He also killed a, a Campbell guy. I, I think uh, I'm not, not sure of his first name, but but during that time, during the war. Um, and also... One of the things Bad Tom was known for was he, he. They said he was a real handsome guy. You know, he. Uh, By the pictures I saw, he was a you yeah. know, very clean, neat-looking guy. He uh, he loved working for these rich folks because, especially if they owned a mercantile store, which that meant they got all the new clothes in. Of course, they Bad Tom got the pick yes. of his new clothes, and uh, probably the finest cigars and whiskey money could buy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, What'd you find out there, Chief? No, I'm still looking. He didn't tell any names. Oh, okay. Well, see, there you go. They, yeah. we, <laughs> we're so afraid to mention names. Yes. Too. But uh, anyway, uh, 
how long we've been going, Mr. Producer? Uh, about 40 minutes now. Okay. So if you guys are, you guys want to talk about what's coming up? Yeah. What you got okay. planned? But, but first, for, let's, let's end this correctly. Okay. Is it your if birthday? I can find it. I think it's only appropriate to do this. Bear with me. Also, Spotify, give us a call. We know Joe Rogan's out sick, so, you know. Oh, Joe Rogan's out sick? Yeah. We might hit number one this week. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, bring us up. That'd be great if we could hit number one right off the bat. I wouldn't mind signing like $3 million to Spotify. I may have actually deleted it. Uh oh. Uh, that curse is kicking in. Something's happened because I saved this specifically <laughs> to end this. See, producer, you stay Ouija board again. I didn't bring it this time, I swear. Back, hand me that, that little paper, please. I'll give you the one. I'm not giving the beer paper. I they expect you to give me that one. <laughs> gonna, gonna read something. Yeah, Max drooling right now. You can't see I it. I thought it's only appropriate. <laughs> He's thirsty out here. Uh, with this, like I said once again, if I can find this one, we we mentioned it, but I think it's uh yeah, here it is. When the uh, the governor would not grant his pardon. This was Tom's words. Uh-oh. Well, I guess I will have to go, but I want all the time you can give me on the scaffold. That's when he took the 45 minutes and uh, addressed the crowd and confessed, well, confessed his sins. As, as we would say. Uh, but, you know, he... Mac, it would take you longer than 45 minutes to confess your sins. It would. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed to be an intelligent man. I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> and this is... I found it. All right. Friends, one and all, I want to talk to you a little before I die. My last words on earth are you to take warnings of my fate. Bad whiskey, bad women have brought me where I am today. I hope you ladies will take no umbrage at this, for I have told you the God's truth. To you little children who were first to be blessed by Jesus, I will give you warning. Don't drink whiskey and don't do as I have done. I want everybody in this vast crowd who does not wish to do the things I have done and put themselves as low as I have went occupy their hands so they all raised their hands huh? yes wow there you go folks seven thousand people raising their hands pretty sounds like a kid rock concert <laughs> i have the lighter to kiss concert what doc did too yeah i used to do the lighters too now it's when cell phones oh do you think they got the little candles out and did that when the hanging was going on since it's a big oh, like stove i do <laughs> I don't know. Maybe torches, but uh, anyway. Well, it was 1 o'clock <laughs> today, so I don't think anybody would have seen it. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, folks, we're this. I know we're seeming like we're talking about haunted stuff, murders, killings. Well, we're we're trying to get a little Halloween theme going right now. That's the reason we're going to mm. we're going to go to different subjects. We're going to light things up. I can't wait.
Recording. Well, G-Man, we finally made it to the side of the old hotel. We're finally here about the edge of dark. That's not, probably not a good time to be <laughs> no, here. No, I don't like to be here after dark. No. So uh, we need to wrap this up in about 10 minutes. But they, as you see, they've made a park here. Uh, the uh, the ex-mayor decided that'd be more fitting and proper for this place. Yes. And I kind of agree with him. I do. Kids got to enjoy that happiness here now, not yeah. not despair. Not talk about most most of the murders, is, as uh, G-Man and I were talking, took place at the old hotel that was on this side, and it wrapped around like an L. And when we're talking about murders, we're talking about usually shootings or stabbings, right, Gary? Yes, everything was shooting or stabbing in that time period. Uh, the hotel actually went all the way down this fence line mm -hmm. here, and you can see the concrete ends over there. And that's where it ended at. So it kind of made an L, actually. It was pretty big. It was a big hotel. It was two stories high. It had, I don't know how many rooms, but it, was, it had a lot of rooms in it. And the bar, so show them about where the bar was. But in about, it was about, about right in, in the center. About court. right in this center court here. That's a bar during that time period. You, you, had a, you had like a, you could walk to the hotel. I mean, it was all the way around you. And it seemed like they had some pool tables in here. They were pool tables everywhere. Well, hey, can I ask y'all a question? Sure, yeah. Um, where were most of the murders? In the bar, the hotel? The hotel or? There the was murders. a couple in the bar, though. Yeah. Well, okay. The most, the most violent and memorable ones were right there against that wall, actually. Yeah. Oh, that place. Okay. Yeah. But I remember a shooting when I was in the second grade. Uh, we come down, and actually they drug the guy out, and he, he'd been shot through the juggler vein. I remember seeing this. Uh, and they drug you. He died right on the streets. And he was. They shot him in the bar. Yeah. Oh. Rover has it. He he was out and uh, with somebody else's lady or something. I I don't want to get in on that because I I'm not sure of the detail. But all I remember is the guy was shot right through the neck and he he I mean he bled out before the ambulance got him. And there was another woman over there you know you know the story you know who i'm talking about but we're not going to mention any names uh but she was accused of sleeping with someone else her husband came in and just literally blew her head off with a shotgun i've but, been doing some research on it and it says vico was one of the most violent places back it in violent. its heyday it was very violent and matter of fact uh, we won't we will never mention names or anything like that we can tell what happened you know, we're and, just but, gonna, but we're going to, I'm not going into th this one happened that way or whatever. I just remember what I saw. Um, I would say between this stretch and to the church, I know of at least probably 20 people oh, growing up that got murdered. What, uh, uh, what I read was in the New York Times, so you know it had to be bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was bad. It was, it was horrible. But, you know, I, I think after time has settled and people's moved off and people, the bad people has either left or yeah. are d dead, dead. <laughs> I think that what they're doing now is, is trying to restore it to a peaceful place. And what better peaceful place than a park, you know, where, yes, I they have birthday was, parties for kids. Kids are all times swinging over here. Uh, we, we've been forced enough. I reached out to the ex mayor that actually had a house on this property, built a house because it was his father's property. And he is going to come in the studio, and he's going to talk to us about that as well. Well, can I ask? I don't know if you guys want to say it or not. Can we say who actually owned the hotel that was when it was built, or is that? It was. I think it was recently built by John Cummins, wasn't it? Yes. And his, everybody called him Mugs. Mugs. 
he had a he had a street name of Mugs, and uh, but uh, he actually I you know I think this is well known. He was murdered also, so. And it's still unsolved to this day. Yeah. It was actually on Unsolved Mysteries. You yes. remember that? Vico yeah. was actually made yeah. prime time again. You know, so. I mean, and there's several Unsolved Mysteries that, that we don't know that who done what yet. And they'll, they'll never be discovered. But as we're, we're finding out, you know, some things uh, in the mountains, you can poke a little bit and talk about and other things you can't. And, uh, we our our job here is not to ruffle any feathers no. if we can keep from it. Just tell the f history. And one of the reasons I think the history hasn't been told, Gary, is because people are scared to to even yeah. talk about it. But it has to be talked about or it'll be forgotten. And you know, it, I'll say this, Mac. Doc and I were taught at a young age how to shoot a, a gun. I mean, just because of what went on in this little town right here. We had to stay home on Sunday nights. We also was taught respect too. Yes. We uh, we would never go to these guys that were tough guys, no. and, and I no. mean we were we were sir, yes sir, yes, you know. And that police officers were rough guys too. Yes. We were taught respect with, for yes. the police officers. Yes, we was. But uh, we will we'll wrap this up because it's getting dark on us. Yeah. Uh, but we will be coming at back talking about more about this history here with the ex-mayor and hopefully, property owner. Hopefully we will. Yes. Yeah. See you folks.